Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Good evening. Good evening. And how are you this evening? I am good. How are you? I'm also great. We just had a lovely dinner with lovely people, and now I think I am ready to ask you my questions I normally ask you. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. Do you know what we're watching tonight? I do not know what we're watching tonight. Are you sure? Yes. I All, all I know is that the kids are watching it with us. Ooh, that's that's a pretty solid good clue. Yep. Okay. Well, this is... um. A year anniversary for when we started doing this. Yeah. So I've been saving a special movie by the name of Teenage Mutant Ninja (laughs) Turtles. Have you heard of this film? (laughs) I have heard of this film. Mm -hmm. I might have seen it. No. I don't know. There's no way your parents would have let you see this film. Okay. Oh, it's was it live action? Live action? I, mean, I don't know. Was it? You tell me. I'm, I'm getting too excited. You well, tell me. I what loved you know the about cartoon. It. I loved. I loved the cartoon. This is not a cartoon. I know. Okay. I think I saw it. You? How did you? How? What? Well, tell me more about it then. Prove it. Uh, it's live action. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need more. The court needs more than that. I can. I just have a dim memory of it. Okay, can you give me some details? No, of the I can't give you details. No, it's a dim memory, which means there's no details. Okay, well, what's what's what are some of the characters? What are, what? Tell me more about. Uh, no, you're just gonna have to go with me here. Are you on this. serious? You're you're giving me nothing. I don't. That's all I have. I think. What I do you know it. about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Um, there's four of them. Okay, named after the artist greats. Okay. April O'Neil is Elvis. A- Elvis is an artist. Great. Is one of them named Elvis? <laughs> Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, and Raphael. Oh, it's not Prince, Garth Brooks, and Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot Madonna. I did forget Madonna. That though be the April O'Neil character. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, April O'Neil, journalist, mm-hmm. usually yep. wears yellow. Okay. Um, there's a van that she drives, and okay. then there's Shredder. Okay. Who's a bad guy, and there's Splinter, who's uh-huh. their master, and he's okay. a rat. Okay. And um, yeah, I mean, I watched the cartoon. I was going to so say like, this is all sounding like the cartoon to me. Okay. Well, we'll see. Okay. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, seminal film of my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yes. Yes. A <laughs> hundred times yes. Okay. Awesome. This was the movie of my childhood. Wow. Like apex. So this is a special one. So that's what you're trying to convey to me. I'm not trying to convey anything. I'm being honest about how I feel about this movie and its position <laughs> in my heart and life. So, Did you see it in the theaters? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I feel like what? we'll get into this after. Yes, I saw it in theaters. Yes. <laughs> I saw it in theaters like seven times. Whoa. We can get more into that later, though. Okay. This is about you. So if you were designing your movie poster of this movie, what would it look like? Well, I think the movie posters looked like this. There's like a city street, uh-huh. and then there's the manhole cover. Yes. And then it's up a little bit, and there's yes. eyes peeking out. Yes. Whose eyes? I don't remember. The purple one. The purple one? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> just a guess. I, I was just being cheeky. Okay. Great. 
All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I, I, I have so many. I can't wait to hear what the music is like, what their voices are like. Uh-huh. Who plays April O'Neil? Who plays the adult? Who's the enemy? Is it Krang? 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 You Krang. got it. It's Krang, yeah. <laughs> or Krang. That's the character you're thinking him. of. I'm not confirming what's in the I movie. I can't wait. So let's do this. Okay. Woo-hoo. Why don't you say the catchphrase? Then you control the catchphrase. Um, cowabunga. Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> our family grows. The city itself will be our playground to use as we please. Rewarding ourselves and punishing our enemies. We've been looking for you, Miss O'Neill. There is a new enemy. Freaks of nature. Together, we will punish these creatures. What the heck was that? Looked like sort of a big title in a trench coat. What can I say but cowabunga dude? <laughs> that is the word. That's all you can say. It's not the bird. For <laughs> turtles, cowabunga is the word. Yeah. <laughs> even I've, Splinter knows it. Even Splinter knows that. That's true. So. Whoa. I still, after watching it, I still can't remember if I saw it when I was a kid. I was just going to say, like, first off, I'm not surprised that you thought you saw it because when this came out, it was huge yeah huge it was like so big it made 200 million dollars which in 1990 that's pretty that was a lot that was a lot especially for something people probably thought was just a kid's car- cartoon type movie you know i mean it cost 13 million to make it made 200 million anyway i this was everywhere though that's you, crazy they had burger king placement as we pointed out like when they were in the <laughs> warehouse in there and Burger King advert, like fast food advertisement. It was all in that. It was all over the place. And okay. of course, there was the cartoons too. So Yes. Yeah. I was a big fan of the cartoons. So also that could like be confusing my brain. The cartoon. <clears throat> I also was a huge fan of the cartoon and the toys and the lunchbox and all that. I just fell right into that trap. In like, our home right now. Yes. We have a folder. Tur- correct. That you can put your homework in. Correct. That's, you know, yes. from this movie. And yes. we also have a garbage can in our bathroom that yes. is we do. from this movie. I have saved them. Yes. Um, I think technically the garbage can is from a cartoon, cartoon one. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say yeah. that as I was picturing it's it. Okay. It's okay. I was going to bring it out here and show the audience. <laughs> but then I thought maybe not. But then I thought, oh, <laughs> you could rattle it around so people could hear it. I also have, I, I think my lunchbox, uh, something happened to it, but I still have the thermos. It's, <laughs> we do. It's, we still have we the thermos. We do still have the thermos. Yes, we do. Oh, good stuff. So did you enjoy watching it again? Uh, yeah. 
because <laughs> I got to watch our kids watching it and seeing them nerd out over it was just so fun. They were cracking up. Yeah. They, they loved were. the flashback when you saw the, the turtles with babies in their origin story. Oh, yeah. They have been like quoting that ever since. Yes, <clears throat> that was definitely their favorite scene. Like right when the movie was done, we had to go back and watch that scene again, <laughs> yes. which to be perfectly fair, I probably wanted to do that, too. But we <laughs> couldn't because I saw it in theaters like I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think I saw this eight or nine times in theaters. Wow. Who was bringing you to the movies that much? I don't even remember. Maybe my <laughs> parents were just like, we just want you out of here. And they just left me at the theater. I At this point, I don't know. That could be. Yeah. That's super cool, though. This is one of the last movies I saw in a drive-in theater that was like in near my house. That was kind of like near houses. Like a lot of times the surviving drive-in theaters that I've been to in the last decade are kind of in the middle of nowhere. They're a little bit away from things, you know? Yeah. But drive-ins used to just be in random neighborhoods, you know, like just kind of around. And there was one by where I grew up. And this was one of the last movies I saw there before they tore it down. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. It was so cool. You'd be driving on the highway and you could see what movies were playing. Nice. And you'd switch your radio over to the frequency <laughs> for it. And you'd listen to it for like, I don't know, the minute it takes you as you're driving past. It was just something fun to do. Who's your favorite turtle? And has it changed? Wow. That's a great question. I have my serious face on right now and I'm accessing my memory banks. Yep. I'm still going to go with Raphael. I like Raphael a lot. He's, which color is he? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Have grace. I did not watch the movie I thought you were times. trolling me right now. <laughs> you watched the cartoon though. <laughs> um, he is the original color that all Ninja Turtles had in the beginning of the comic series. Okay, I'm going to guess red. Yeah, because you just saw pictures in the thing you were looking at, I think. No, I, that was really just a guess. Oh, okay, yeah. They and were all originally red. By the way, I've only just now, as an adult, yeah. I can now remember Huey, Dewey, and Louie and which <laughs> colors they are. Oh, I don't... So... I get tripped up on those colors all the time, but the Ninja <laughs> Turtles are easy in my head. So, Raphael, the yeah. blue one, you said? <sighs> it's the red one. <laughs> Well, aren't there two red ones? No, there's one red one. What's the other warm color one? Warm color? <laughs> I feel like in the movie there's yes, there's, there's two There's red. an orange color. There's orange. red, orange, it's purple, like a red and blue. Orange. Yeah. Okay. Do you know who so orange is? Who was the one? <laughs> okay, so the, the characters of the movie. Yes. There was one turtle who kind of grumbled to himself a lot. Yeah, And yeah. he had like a New York... Yeah. He sounded like an Out old for man. a movie, okay? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who that's was, Raphael. That's Raphael. Okay. Yeah. And my, that's your favorite. He's my favorite, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's the loner, bruiser character. He's angsty. Bruiser or broody? No, bru well, he's both. Okay. He's a bruiser and he's broody. Did you see how many foot soldiers, clan, like foot clan members he took out? Yes. He was amazing. <laughs> that was crazy. All the foot clan soldiers, yes. it was just like the cartoon that I remember. Yeah. Like they just pour out of nowhere. Yes. There's like- Yes. hundreds of them yeah <laughs> this has got to be like before the marvel movies happened this was totally one of the best like adaptations like going from the page to like mm. movie like solid like even the if we're circling back but i'm not forgetting the colors of the bandana because i want you to test on those but the <laughs> right. effects for this though i was watching it with a lot critical more critical eye this time because mm -hmm. i probably haven't even seen it this century like i pro last time i saw this was probably in the 90s i would okay. imagine maybe the early aughts but um the you can definitely see in some scenes they have their stunt faces on because they don't move and don't have all the animatronics and stuff mm -hmm. 
But in general, like even the way that they hid their wires and stuff like that, that they did, Mm -hmm. they did it in such a way that was really like you could believe it because it turtles have those folds around their shells. You know, you see like the skin, like where they suck their heads in and around the bodies and stuff. Okay. So they kind of like incorporated that into the bodies of the suits, which is so cool. Like it doesn't immediately take you out of it. They that's, still, it holds up really well, I think. I think that's the magic of Brian Henson <laughs> yeah, and the Henson Creature Company. Shop. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that yeah. was. It was great. I, it still totally holds up. And I love how the faces of the turtles are all slightly different. They're not just like carbon copies of mm-hmm, each other. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, fun fact, this is the highest grossing independent film until the Blair Witch Project came along. <laughs> that's a long run. That is a pretty long run. That's well, like almost 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah. But still independent film that's pretty cool yeah well i mean that's very much in line with just ninja turtles in general it was just a random idea that came to two artists and then they were independent comic makers they just published the book and then it just just hit something in the zeitgeist and exploded yeah we were watching a little thing with them um young them yes like from however many years ago and they were just sharing that they were just doing it to be silly that was like the Mm -hmm. thing like Make each just other to laugh. be silly and make each other laugh. Yeah. And it was born out of that. That was really cool. The first pictures, too, they drew of the turtles were pretty funny. Yeah. It was more like uh, the tortoise cartoons you think of with the tortoise and the hair where the shell is like big and dumpy. Looks almost like a yeah. capital D, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it was neat. They don't look like they can move at all, like do ninja moves. Their arms are kind of feeble. and Yeah, yeah. they didn't get athletic until yeah, exactly. they redid that. Exactly. <laughs> Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank yes, you. yes. So back to the colors. Who's the uh, yellow or orange? Who's the orange ninja, uh, ninja turtle? Didn't we just say it's Raphael? No, the red is Raphael. <laughs> Leonardo. No. Okay. Donatello. No. <laughs> one in four chance. <laughs> Do you remember the fourth one? I should go buy a lottery ticket. You should. Um, I always have trouble remembering all four. Leonardo. Oh my goodness. Raphael. Mm-hmm. Donatello. Michelangelo. Yes, that's the orange one. That's the orange one. Do you know what his weapon is? Oh my gosh. I did not know I was going to be quizzed. <laughs> um, The staff? Nope. It's called a bow, for the record. <laughs> there's no arrow that no, goes with it. I know there's not. It blew my mind as a kid when I learned that. Um, Someone has nunchucks. That's Michelangelo. Okay. And... The nunchucks were really cool, like the yeah. way that Splinter got the bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that really was awesome. Neat. Yeah. Um. Then there's also like these like little dagger swords. Psy. They're called. It's okay. called a psy. Okay, weapons expert. Uh, only Ninja Turtle weapons, I promise. <laughs> and I don't know what the fourth weapon is. Cunning wit. Cunning wit. I'll give you a hint. They prepared a dish with it. Uh, Casey oh, Jones sword. did it. sword, yeah. Okay, katana, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember Casey Jones from the cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah. He's so way different cool. in the cartoon. I don't think you ever saw his face in the cartoon. No, you didn't. He always had the mask on. Yeah. Was he a good guy in the cartoon or a bad he guy? He was kind of like how they they did pretty good with it. He was like ambiguous in the cartoon. Like he would, from what I recall, they would he would help out and stuff, but he would also just mess with the turtle sometimes. From what I can remember. Yeah. Okay. Well, so in this movie, mm-hmm. there's a couple of conventions that I did not expect. Please. Like really, one was really cool. They're both really cool. The first one is like, they wouldn't show the action. 
at first. Okay. <clears throat> a lot of times. Oh, like they're in the shadows and you just hear noises and yes, sound effects. Like yeah. the room mm-hmm. would fill with smoke. Yeah. And then you'd hear whoop chop, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then the lights would come up, the smoke would clear, and the turtles are standing there and there's like a pile of foot soldiers on the ground. Yeah. This is very much in line with the Harry and the Hendersons thing we were talking about, where in promotions, they didn't show anything. This one, I I think a lot of the promotions had the turtles. It wasn't a secret. Okay. But the convention you're talking about, like keeping it for the suspense of the plot was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was really effective. So you didn't really see Mm -hmm. them really kicking butt until three quarters of the way through. And then the, like the last, the last big one. Yeah. I'm just like, when I was a kid, I still get like goosebumps because of the memories of being a child. Like when I saw the previews and stuff and you still didn't have like good glimpses of stuff. And then when you're watching the beginning, you're like, show me the turtles. I want to see the turtles. And then, you know, you see them in the shadows and that. You're, I was going bonkers. I was like vibrating out of the seat probably. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It was so fun. It was such a, such a great movie to watch as a kid. I, mm. I loved it a lot. The other convention that yeah. stood out to me, and they did this a couple times, mm-hmm. and one time they did it, it was super cool. They, when someone was like telling a story or the backstory or a flashback, yeah, everything would go dark. Oh yeah, and there'd be like the person who was speaking kind mm-hmm. of like a spotlight on them, and then you'd have some music, and it was almost like a a beat poetry reading or yeah. a jazz show or something. Yeah, and so you'd have a music, and then they'd be like spotlit totally yeah. black around them and then you'd see the flashback to that that would be going to they did that a couple times and the one that you were just humming the music for was my yeah. favorite was the origin ba, of how ba, ba, splinter yeah <laughs> and how splinter came yeah. to like came to be in america yes how he found the turtles that is yeah that was wonderful i loved that sequence so much i that was what i wanted to watch again as soon as the movie was done I would have gone back to that. I mean, seeing a rat do like his different ninja out like moves and stuff (laughs) is just hilarious. And I told one, I told uh, (laughs) our oldest, like, you know, I nerded out with her a bit. It's like, you know, that Splinter's not really a rat. He's really a human who touches a rat and then touches the ooze and becomes a rat. And he picks up the turtles and then the turtles. Wait, wait. Stop. I'm rocking your world right now. Stop. Yeah. Splinter. Yes. I saw him in this movie in a cage in a ninja's house as a rat. That's correct. For the movie, that's right. Okay. Okay. But in in the comics and in the cartoon, in the cartoon, he's a human and he becomes a rat man. And the reason the turtles become humanoids because they touched a human. It like the ooze like combines two different species. Okay. So. I thought you were trying to tell me that about no, the movie. No, it wasn't you're, a dream sequence. No, 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 no. I was just going, giving her some nerd details. You know, there's a good reason why I think you're drawn to those segments. Steve Barron, the director of this film, mm-hmm. also a prolific music video director. Mm-hmm. Uh, Take On Me. <gasps> he directed that. Yes. He did a ton of stuff with like David Bowie and Brian Adams and all these different things. So yeah. um, I think he did... Um, one of the biggest MTV ones, uh, what's it called? Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. I don't I know that video. Money for Nothing. I know the song. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, it was crazy because it had computer effects. It, it was computer animation. In, oh, cool. In like whatever that was, 84, whatever it was. He also did Billie Jean. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
I think that's why you have the little, that feel, that different feel, and it was so stylized. Yeah. I would imagine. Oh my gosh, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I loved it. Um, we haven't even gotten to what the movie's about. I'm gushing too much. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's turtles. They have to fight the bad guy. They have to fight the bad guy. (laughs) People fight them. There's drama. (laughs) I won't say whether or not they win. I don't want to ruin the movie for everybody. It takes place in New York. There's accents. There's pizza. It made me hungry for New York pizza, to be honest. Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, I loved the splinter. So the the splinter um, puppet. Yeah. Oh, he my goodness. He was amazing. The children, that was the best. The children, every time he came on, even when he was beat up, bruised, hanging on a wall, they would go, oh, I know. He's so cute. We love rats in our family. That's true. So we especially like Splinter. That's true. <laughs> he is really like, they did an amazing job with him, too. Yeah. Uh, which turtle, which turtle was your favorite, like makeup wise? Which head did, you know, the expressions and the structure? Because each of their bodies had like, they were composed a bit differently in how they looked. It's funny that you assume that I differentiated them oh, well, and I picked I mean, out my favorite. I didn't pick a favorite. I think this is just saying we're going to have to watch this movie about eight more times. <laughs> you have to be in the mood of a kid to watch it. You have to like put yourself in that that mind frame that okay. of like of feeling like you did when you were in the theater, like yeah. anxious to see your friends like how, your little superheroes come to life how did that like i have a completely different perspective than you what did you think you're an adult who just probably saw this for the first time what was it like were you like this is the most boring thing i've ever seen or were you like this is okay no it wasn't boring no it's not boring okay. it's fun it's you just you just have to embrace the fun and mm-hmm. not like nitpick mm-hmm. you can't be like oh this is i don't know i can't even think of an example my brain mm-hmm. sometimes would have wanted to pick out some nitpicky things of this is a safe oh, space here it is you can t- you can say it okay i will say it the manhole covers yes they those are heavy yes they are in real life those are super heavy yeah and yet here's everyone just lifting them up and yeah. leaving them off and diving in and all of this stuff yes so you have to like that part of your brain that's yeah. like um analyzing you mm-hmm. have to just turn it off oh and like be a 10 year old kid and just yeah. like experience like what it would be like for them and to see the turtles yeah. looking so realistic, so lifelike. When you said that about, it's just suspension of disbelief. You know, mm-hmm. I'm in this world. I do this thing. I do that all the time with Star Wars and lightsabers. Like why <laughs> don't the lightsabers do. just keep going? Like anyway. <laughs> yeah, totally. So in this movie, there were the turtles. It took a lot to bring them to life because you have the actors inside of them. Yes. You have the puppeteers who are working the animatronics and the faces. Often more than one yep. per turtle. Yeah. Yep. And then you have the stunt people who are inside of the turtles. So tons of different people to bring them to life. Yeah. So for the body actors, though, like the actors who were in it most of the time with the animatronics, did you know that they're actually in the movie, too, outside of costume? Really? Yeah. They can do that because, like, you never see their face. You never see them. So what do you mean? Where are they? Do you know? Do you want to guess as to where they might be? Or are you just like? Um. Well, so I've seen what they look like. They look yeah. like they look younger. It's mm-hmm. weird because when I was watching it, I was yeah. like, boy, these seem like like grown men who are acting. Yeah. Because of their, I don't know, the way they talked. Okay. But they actually are younger than I thought. I'm going to guess like the foot soldiers. <laughs> like in the scenes where that's, like. That's a really good guess. Big groups of big like, groups? kids. Okay. Okay. That's, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. That's one. Okay. The um the foot soldier who um like he was talking to April in the subway before Raphael rescues her. 
And he oh, goes, yeah. I have a message for you. And he opens his hand and then he slaps her, you know, yeah, tells her to be yeah. quiet. That was Leonardo. No, oh. no, sorry. That was that was um, Donatello. So he got to speak? Yeah. Whoa. Dual roles. Yeah. That's cool. Now, the other ones, another one you're never going to guess, so I'm just going to tell you, okay? Okay, thank you. Uh, no problem. Leonardo, the, the actor who played him, was behind Tatsu in the Tatsua. Tatsu, it's Tatsu. It was behind him in the background, just standing there. Well, you know how there's a group of like kids behind him when Casey Jones breaks in? Yeah. And they fight. There's just yeah. a group of kids. He's just back there. Okay. But the other ones were cool ones I knew. I actually found these ones out as a kid. The other two I had to look up. But Raphael, I almost screamed it out when we were watching the movie. <laughs> there's a scene where Raphael is like running and he's chasing Casey Jones because he's really upset. He just got like beat by him. You know? Yeah. He like got launched. And so he's chasing him. He hits a taxi. Remember that? Yes. And when the taxi stops, there's just a random, of course, New York taxi driver who's like, oh, it was a turtle in a trench coat, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the guy's like, what is that? Who was that? That was him. <laughs> oh. So in his in the movie, his line is, who was that guy? And it was him. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. And then, cool. um, and then the Michelangelo character, what does Michelangelo love the most? Um, gadgets. That's Donatello. Pizza? Pizza. Okay. And there's a scene with the pizza delivery guy. Oh. Uh, That's Michelangelo. I like that scene too. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you, like when you were a kid, you knew what the, the guys looked like and you were watching the movie and watching for them? This was probably mid, like, you know, I didn't know that the first time I watched it. Right. It was probably like, I don't know. I don't even remember how I would have known that, honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Because, like, like, in 1990, it would have been, like, I don't know, there was an Entertainment Tonight show about it, and they talk about it, and then I go watch <laughs> it again to see them in real time. I don't know, probably something like that. Okay. Because there was no, you know, no internet, nothing like that. So you've seen the reboot. Which one? The latest one. There was one that was just in the theater. Oh, yeah, Mutant right? Mayhem, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mutant Mayhem? Yeah. <laughs> We also saw the Mutant Mayhem Ninja Turtle Mobile in New York City while we were there. Yeah, we did. That was awesome. That was really cool. So what do you think? Like, which one would you want to watch again? Oh, I mean, one is animated and one is live action. So, Oh, the new one is animated? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, it's it's, it's animated. So it's completely, I think the new one, they're totally products of the times in which they were made. The one in 1990 very much feels like New York in 1990. Very gritty, dark, crime (laughs) everywhere. Yeah. Like a little old lady gets her TV stolen off of the the fire escape when she just looks down. Yes. It was a dark... It was a dark time. The craziest one is when there's a guy delivering packages and he has like yes. a U-Haul truck <laughs> and like, I don't know, 80 or 100 boxes are stolen, 200 boxes. That's the craziest one. Yeah. They're very different movies, though. Like, I personally like, I like the 90s and the 80s, like, dinge, you know? Like, so mm-hmm. I that'd be for me when I watch more, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, the new one's solid, though, but it very much feels like... Um, it has a lot of themes that you that are just discussed nowadays and like the ninja turtles are always about being hidden and staying separate yeah and they really like they really deal with them like 
becoming a part of like not being secret anymore and being seen in the world and trying to integrate it into the world. Mm. So that's much more of a today's message versus the 1980s and 90s. So <laughs> I always worried about them. I mean, they're teenagers yeah. in this in the film, mm-hmm. and I always worry about them like growing up and being <laughs> lonely because there's yeah you know they'll just only have each other. Yeah, yeah. It could be worse. They can only have themselves. I guess at least they have each other. Well, okay. Splinter, yeah. he's I all by himself. About them. That's true. I worried about him too. And I'm pretty sure the cartoon had episodes where they were like older. Or maybe I just made cartoons of my own actually in a class when I was supposed to be paying attention. Children don't do that. Um, and and I just drew about what it would be like when they were older. Entirely um, possible. That could be. Mm-hmm. There's a couple famous people who like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Do you want to hear who they are? Do you know who they are? I know who one of them is. Who? Who do you have? Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams. He was giving uh, the actress who does April O'Neil like notes. She had no idea what she was signing up for, basically, uh, Judith Hoig. And he was doing Cadillac Man with her. And he started telling her about her backstory. And I think he like lent her some <laughs> issues so she could learn about April O'Neil. That's awesome. Yeah. They totally were going to have her in a yellow jumpsuit, too. But it just did not work. So they did the homage of the coat. I like the coat. Yeah, I do too. Because, I don't know. Like, jumpsuits were not in, in the 90s. So that, yeah. makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Other famous people, though, um, that are in it or like it? That like it. Well, I'm going to guess... Um, oh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, the comedian. He just He's the one who made Mutant Mayhem. I'm just blanking on his name. Uh, no, it's not him. Okay. <laughs> Any more guesses? <laughs> yeah, it's my... Yeah. Oh, Seth Rogen? Thank you. I can never remember his name. <laughs> I can always remember his laugh, though. Well, I've got you covered. Thanks. Um, no, we actually met his son at Comic-Con. Oh, Mel Brooks? Yeah. Whoa. Mel Brooks is a fan. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he saw um, the writer mm-hmm. of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Okay. He was wearing like his a jacket that had like TMNT on it. Yeah. And so Mel Brooks like went over and struck up a friendship with him. And Very cool. was like really into it and asking him about it. And he thought they should do um, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Grandfather Turtles movie. Like what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was like an SNL skit when this happened where right. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had grown up or something. I, yeah, I I feel like I've seen that sketch. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he was kind of like in the vein of that thinking okay. you should do a, tur- a Grandfather Turtles movie. Everybody wants to know. Yeah. Because they were middle-aged in, um, in the SNL sketch, I think. And I think they were, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Having to deal with mortgages and all this other stuff. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's very exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you have more famous people I need to guess? Um, no, that's all I know of. But I'm sure there's a lot more oh, yeah. famous yeah. people that love. I would TNG. be shocked if Samuel Jackson doesn't like them just because he's a huge comic nerd. But that's totally hearsay. Don't don't attribute that to me or anything he's else. He's a comic nerd? Oh, yeah. We saw him at Comic-Con. We did. I we did, that. yeah. At the panel for, um, I think it's Black Samurai. Was the He did like a cartoon yes. network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was his, his, uh, one of his shows. Awesome. Uh you spoiled it for me, but actor that you know, love in so many other things. This is the first movie that I was aware of that he was in. His name is Sam Rockwell. Yes. <laughs> Does not even look like him. He's so young. No, like when we we just found that out today, yeah. like we were researching and saw that he was in the movie and I mm-hmm. gasped out loud. Yeah. I don't remember what he he was just a henchman guy, right? Or a foot he soldier. Was, he he was, you know. I don't think he was a foot soldier. I think he was like 
Um, kind of like when you go to a bar, he's like the head bartender. He's the guy who like, I think like worked. He was in the place where all of the wares were, where all the things they would steal were. You always saw him there. He was never in like outfit as a ninja. And he was always there like explaining things or like, you know, basically just in the background kind of seemed to know what he was doing. Okay. He was one of the older ones. I think a lot of the foot soldiers type stuff, like they have a very Peter Pan Lost Boys vibe going on. Yes, totally. He was kind of like the ringleader, kind of like that of that, the the whatever you want to call it, the entry level before you get into like deep into the clan. Okay. Well, that was a really cool discovery. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. He's fun. <laughs> oh, okay. What else? Um, what do you, you know, there's more of these, right? Yes. There's a, there's a ton more. I had no idea. Yeah, there are. And I'm probably going to make you watch the second one. Sorry. <laughs> I'm probably gonna just because oh. I haven't seen it in so long and I want to see if it holds up because the first one totally this, that movie totally held up. Yeah. I, yeah. I look at you with conviction, daring you to disagree. Yeah, No, I'm not going to ah. start that fight. No. Um, yes, this movie holds up. Yeah. And what? No, go ahead. Well, the second first off, um, there's one more thing I wanted to tell you. That's a weird connection. So we had the whole Harry and the Hendersons like hiding connection, you know, the convention of like in the plot, not showing them. Yeah. Uh, we also had another actor from a movie we recently watched that was in this movie as a voice actor. Huh. Okay. Do you know who it was? No. Was it the voice of Splinter? Nope. Was it the voice of Shredder? Nope. Do you know any of the famous voice actors? Because there was one that's, you know, we've seen a couple of his movies on this podcast. Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Donatello's voice is Corey Feldman. Donatello's voice? Yes. Is Corey Feldman? Yes. He's everywhere. He is everywhere. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's you know, you know which Corey that is, right? Yes, I know which Corey that Just is. making sure. But, mm. um, because in the thing we were watching, like he, mm-hmm. so is it because there's like someone who did the body acting, but he just did the voice? Correct. The thing oh. we saw was just the the puppeteer actors. Yeah, Lucky actors. for him because we like the body acting, like being in those costumes was brutal, yeah. brutally hot. They were yeah. like, like just. They didn't have any bump. AC in the studios like at the first week or something. So it was just crazy. Yeah. And then they kind of fixed it so they could and all the normal stuff. The crazy part is, is a lot of times when you hear people interviewed about that kind of stuff, they're always like, oh, it was so bad. But there was a guy on the in the one of the four who was like a veteran at doing it. And he was like, yeah, no, these suits seriously, like I've done a lot of these. And this one was actually horrible. Like, yeah, yeah. one of the stunt people got so claustrophobic in it. He like ripped the head off the stunt head. Yeah. Like because you had to like have a special attachment to get it off or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, Brian Henson was like, we understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. There. Totally. So the voice of Leonardo is Brian Tashi, who was in Revenge of the Nerds. Is the only Japanese actor in Revenge of the Nerds. I was going to say, that guy. Yes. Which, ironically, they say, do you know Kung Fu? And he says, no. And they go, good. And then they, like, pester him. Right, right. Whoa. So he got his revenge. Crazy connection. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That one surprised me. I didn't know that. Um. But actually, the voice of Splinter, you asked, he's Elmo. Oh. Yeah. No way. Mm -hmm. Wow. That explains why he's so breathy. (laughs) Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
So if you were in this movie, you know, like around the time when the turtles were becoming, got the ooze exposed to them, what creature would you be? Like, what kind of creature would you mutate into? Let's let's assume, let's just assume that it's not the whole human connection that I explained earlier. Right. Don't get don't get bogged up. What creature would you be that mutates? Whoa. That's tricky because like obviously my first thought is a cat. Ooh. But you'd be a good cat. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm just yeah, just not sure about how that would like because then you have like all that fur to take care of. Mm. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That was my first my first instinct. And then also like maybe a bird. Bird, okay. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? I would probably be a moth. A moth. A moth man. Moths are so cool. They are. Um, except for when they invade your pantry. That's that's all I probably have moths on the brain because of that in our lives, but yeah. Well, I guess you'd be more I was just picturing an animal that just got bigger and had like Oh. No, it makes sense, but you're picturing like kind of a like if you were in the Ninja Turtles cartoon, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are all different kinds of mutants, you know. I would be a moth that becomes like a moth man. That'd be me. Huh. So why moth and not like mm-hmm. you know, butterfly or I'm thinking bird. contextually of the sewer. There's probably more moths in the sewer with the ooze and stuff. Oh, okay. Or a bat. Oh yeah, it could be a bat. I just feel like my luck would be moth, though, honestly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be lucky enough to be the bat. I'd like to be... I think a cat would be good because you can, like, jump really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Great reflexes. I mean, I, I could be attracted to lights all over the place and run into them. <laughs> That'd be my superpower. That just, would be your kryptonite. Kryptonite. <laughs> well, it would also be my power. It would be very. It would be a good distraction for the turtles. We would team up well. You know, people would, like, flash the lights and go, what are you doing over there? And I'd go, poof, and just smash into them. There you go. And then the turtles would be protected. We'd be friends. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, if any, messages do you think were in this film, Melissa? <laughs> um, wow. Why don't you take this one? Oh, man. Um, You've had a long, lot of time to think about I it. I have. There's two messages, I think. One, just enjoy your life. No matter what your situation, who you are, what you look like, what has happened to you, just enjoy your life and be joyful. Because hmm. that's how the turtles are, except for Raphael. <laughs> and two is just family first. Hmm. Where'd you get that? <laughs> Vin Diesel, I think. No, from this movie. Where I, did it come from this movie? Are you joking right now? No, I want to know. Oh my goodness. Like, you see the overtones of the father-son relationship, like, Mm -hmm. in this. Mm -hmm. You see um, the traces and roots of how, uh, like, April O'Neil has her, it's her dad's place, and she lives above it, just wanting to connect with her heritage and her family. She's a news reporter and living in this modern world, and then she lives above this antique store. It was a passion thing for her dad. She's like, I lose money on it, you know, just, yeah. There's also at the end where mm-hmm. the foot soldiers realize oh, that yeah. they don't have a, it's not a family, it's a gang. Exactly. And then <laughs> and there, there's yeah. no love, there's no acceptance. Yeah. There's that whole thread too. Like literally the villains, the good guys, ancillary characters, all are dealing with like wanting family and wow. Yeah. I see it in a whole new light now. Connection. <laughs> awesome. Connection. Yeah. Well, that was fun. It was. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>